Congratulations on the uh, honor. Thank you. Yeah, heck of a deal. Probably long overdue, but certainly well-deserved. So we're all super thrilled up here. Yep, not, so am I. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have... Uh, I think we have everyone on that uh, that's going to join. It looks like okay. so. I'm going to just uh, ask you what your uh, first reaction was when you heard the news, and then I will. Um, whoops, one more to join here, and then I'll um, just open it up to questions. We'll go around the uh, chat room here. But what? Uh, okay. You first heard what was your reaction like? I was I was uh, very excited. Uh, Last year, I went, I had a guy that I coached at the University of Illinois, Mo Gardner, and then we drafted him in Atlanta, and I coached him six more years in Atlanta, and I went to his last year. He wanted me to come, and I said, without a doubt, I wouldn't miss it. So I actually got to, to go one time and, and saw how it is, and it's really an awesome deal. I mean, there's, you know, probably 2,500 people there and all these uh you know, great uh, players and coaches from over the years and stuff. It's uh, really a very impressive thing. Very good. We, uh, we've we got a pretty decent-sized group up here, so I'll go ahead and uh, start with the first one I see, which is Victor Flores. Do you have any questions for Bill, Victor? Yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, nice to, to meet you, and congratulations on on the honor. Um, I guess just, just first off, just what how, how would you sum up uh, the, the last couple of days um, and your feelings about getting into the Hall of Fame? Well, I, I just found out yesterday afternoon and and uh, Leo Costello ended up uh, giving me a call and left me a message. And, uh, you know, uh, I uh, listened to it and, it and I had been, uh, you know, with a chance to be the last couple of years and wasn't, you know, selected into it. So I, I thought I was just, you know, had another chance. And uh, so I called him and he said, no, you've been, in, in, you know, elected into it. So, I mean, it was obviously very excited, really, uh, really happy for it. And, and what it does, you know, to, to me, it's, you know, for, you know, the Bobcat nation, really, you know, obviously I played back in the, you know, the seventies and stuff and uh, all the, you know, the teammates, coach Holland, coach Lubick, you know, all the guys, uh, you know, to me, this, this is uh, you know, sort of for everybody really. Do you have a DUI or misdemeanor conviction? If so, don't let your past hold you back. Hi, I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and you may be eligible to have your record cleared today. Visit BigSkyDefender.com to see how. Hey, Coach, just a couple from me. Nice to see you. Um, first yep. of all, first of all, just take us back to 1973 when you were a senior at Montana State and then played in the Senior Bowl. I mean, that's now 50 full years, so a life of football for you. How has the game changed, and how, how have uh, you sort of seen it evolve over these last 50 years? Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely has changed. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the money's so great in it now. It's, uh, you know, really unbelievable. And, uh, you know, players are, uh, you know, making so much. You know, back then you played and just sort of helped you out a little bit, you know, with your, you know, life going forward where nowadays, you know, uh, players are, you know, they, they play, a, you know, a few years, get a good contract, and obviously they're set for life and their family's set for life. So it's uh, – really a you know a big difference in how it used to be but you know like you said I, the, that year back in uh, 74 I played in the East West Shrine game and then you know played in the senior bowl and and uh, you know it was just unbelievable all the you know professional coaches that were down there at the senior bowl in Mobile Alabama and stuff and then uh, you know getting a chance to you know play with all the uh, all Americans and everything uh, you know that you play within that it was a uh, really an enjoyable, uh, you know, situation. And, and I was, uh, you know, lucky enough to, 
you know, uh, end up winning, uh, you know, the MVP of the game, which just uh, was just, uh, you know, unbelievable. Seems like a sort of, uh, I don't know, a perfect moment for you too, right? You retire from, from the NFL and J.J. Watt, a guy who you have been tied closely with because you're tied with the Texans, he's retired. Sonny Holland passed away this last year. So sort of seems like your life is, is coming full circle these last couple uh, weeks. Right. I mean, it, it definitely does. You know, uh, uh, you know, like you said, with Coach Holland passing, I had saw him last year and, you know, he was, uh, you know, definitely in, you know, pretty tough shape. And then, uh, you know, I, I keep in, uh, you know, contact with Watt uh, over the years. You know, I, I coached him his first four years in the league. And then, uh, you know, he's, you know, played eight more and just retired, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. So it's, it's definitely, a, you know, a, a big difference. And uh, but, you know, like you said, football's really been, uh, you know, good for me and my family and, uh, you know, everybody else associated with it. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, really happy I was able to. Uh, you know, make it as long as I have and, uh, you know, have the career that I did. And last thing for me, you mentioned um, just the fact that this is sort of on behalf of Montana State. Have you considered just the way that uh, your decision to come from, from Warren, Ohio to Montana State some 50-plus years ago uh, sort of impacted and set the stage for the rest of your life? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. You know, my dad, he was a steel worker back in Warren, Ohio, and, and uh, had the chance to go to Montana state. He wanted me to get out, uh, you know, of the area. I could have gone to Youngstown state, Kent state, you know, some schools around there. And he wanted me to, you know, get out of the way. It was sort of a depressed area back then. So, uh, end up going to Montana state and obviously it changed my life forever. I mean, uh, never regretted it, you know, uh, one second. I mean, uh, you know, with the people out there and the fans and backers and everything, I mean, you can't beat it. It definitely turned out to be, you know, the, the best decision I ever made other than getting married uh, to my wife. <laughs> so, but well, uh, yeah, really, I, I mean, just, you know, uh, just a tremendous deal. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Right down the road. It up. Hey, Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so I just wanted to know what you think of Montana State's program now. You obviously played there a year and some change ago, but what do you think about Montana State's program right now? Oh, I think uh, it's definitely, you know, one of the top, I guess you'd say two or three in all of the, uh, you know, uh, football right now, you know, with the big sky. And then you obviously have the North Dakota State, South Dakota State. You know, I mean, uh, I, I think they've done just an unbelievable job, you know, uh, you know, where they've got it now and stuff. And, and uh, you know, hopefully it's in, in great shape now and it will be end up be like that for years to come because. Because, you know, they've obviously got great back in there. The stadium's great. You know, just everything. I mean, they, they have done a, you know, a tremendous job there in Bozeman. Well, that's great. And now that you're retired, you got a little more time on your hands. Do you plan on making any visits back to Bozeman? Maybe talking to the team at all? Oh, yeah. No, uh, definitely. I, I've done that, a, you know, a couple other times before. And and uh, I told Coach yesterday, he had, you know, texted me and congratulated me and stuff. I said, hey. I said, since I'm retired now, I said, uh, you know, if you need any help, uh, 
you know, with pass rush or just whatever, you know, it, it doesn't end up mattering. I'm going to have a lot of free time now. So uh, I would definitely, uh, you know, be interested in helping out, uh, you know, now and then. So uh, he definitely said yes, that, uh, you know, he would. And, and you know, like I said, I, I talked to the, the uh, team, uh, I don't know what it was, maybe three years ago and to high school clinic up there and stuff. And, and, you know, really haven't been able to because, you know, been coaching at the same time in the, you know, the NFL, but I, I definitely uh, plan on uh, being around and helping out. And just what would it mean for you to be able to come back and help out with the team? Like you talked oh, about. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, to me, obviously once you're a Bobcat, you're always a Bobcat. I mean, you know, you keep in touch with all the guys that you end up playing with. You know, I have friends, you know, from up there that, when we went to school together and then I'd go back to Fairfield, Montana, I was really good friends with Russ Allen and we'd go hunting back at his, you know, his ranch and stuff. Uh, obviously Mark fellows, I helped end up coaching him one year and uh, you know, he's back there. I got to see him, uh, you know, at one of the games this year and it was just, uh, you know, uh, you know, tremendous, you know, to get, get a chance to see these guys and stuff and, and uh, you know, sort of renew acquaintances and stuff because, you know, when you haven't seen guys for, 30 or 40 years, it makes a hell of a difference. And some of us look a little bit different than we did back then. So, you know, but uh, no, I really, uh, really enjoy it. Really look forward to it. There's a lot of things that make Montana great from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things at Opportunity Bank. Our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Thanks, Bill. Congrats, Coach. I think it's an honor long in the waiting. You know, you said it best yourself of the, you know, you've got a, a lot of extra time on your hand. What's kind of the plan after this other than just, you know, maybe coming to Montana State every once in a while? Are you going to set up shop someplace or what are you going to do with all this extra time? <laughs> well, uh, we're going to stay right in Denver. We decided that when uh, I came out here eight years ago, uh, we were going to move to Arizona when I retired. And then uh, with my grandkids, I've got two grandsons here, eight and uh, 11 years old in Denver. So we decided that we'll just retire here. And, uh, you know, I'll help with them with their uh, sports. I, I, you know, stay pretty active with them at school and stuff. And, and, uh, and then again, do, do a lot of traveling. I've got uh, three granddaughters out in San Francisco and we'll go out them and, and visit them a bunch. And then I, uh, like to play a, a bunch of golf. So I'll uh, definitely end up, uh, you know, playing a bunch of golf now too. And that's the way to do it. Um, and then, you know, Coulter kind of mentioned it, just the fact that you coach JJ Watt and to both kind of end your careers at the same time. Maybe it wasn't planned, but what, what, you know, he's obviously maybe one of your star, the biggest player that you've coached um, to end your career at the same time. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, I mean, nothing really on that. You know, you know, like you said, it, it had, you know, nothing to do with anything really. I, I had decided, you know, last year at the end of the season that this was going to be my last year. And I think, you know, JJ obviously had just a, unbelievable career I'm sure he'll be in the you know the pro football hall of fame in five years you know the first you can end up getting in there and I think he just you know he said his you know body kept getting beat up all the time and stuff he had a tremendous year this year he had 12 and a half sacks so he was like sixth in the league in sacks this year which is you know unbelievable especially you know for his 
age and stuff. But but he told me we 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 played him with about three or four weeks left, and he had three sacks in the game. And I told him, I said, man, it looks like you got a couple years left. He said, nope. He said, this is it. And then he came out a couple weeks later and you know announced it to the uh, you know the public. So, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's. So, sort of neat, definitely, though, you know, because I've uh, stayed in contact with him the whole time, uh, you know, since uh, I was, uh, you know, done coaching him and stuff and uh, just, a, you know, a tremendous person. And then last question for me, obviously, you're Bobcat great and everyone in Bozeman or the cross state of Montana knows who Bill Collar is um, and went on to have a storied career in the NFL. How do you think Montana State, you know, impacted the way that you coach? What did you learn at Montana State that maybe you put in those 40 plus years of, of coaching? Well, I think, you know, what happens, uh, you know, since, you know, we weren't, you know, say Ohio State, USC, you know, Alabama. I mean, you, you know, the, the players that we had out there were guys that end up working their butt off all the time. Right. They, they didn't have anything given to them. You had to end up working your butt off all the time. And and I think, you know, we had a great worth ethic out there, you know, in Bozeman. And, and obviously um, my my first year there, uh, Tom Perrick was a head coach and then Sonny Holland took over and, you know, just both of them did a tremendous job. And, and that was the biggest thing. And I mean, you could still see it in the players now. You know, I, I got to end up seeing a couple games this year and, you know, as hard as they play. And I mean, and you can see them when they're out on the field. They enjoy playing. You know, you'll see some sometimes you'll see players and stuff and it's almost like they're always complaining and whining. And, you know, but I mean, you see those guys out there and man, I, I mean, they they do a heck of a job. I mean, the, you know, the coaching staffs, you know, done a you know tremendous job with those guys. And uh, again, it was uh, it was able to end up going to the playoff game. One of the playoff games, I went to the uh, first game of the season and I also went to the, the game that was in uh, northern Colorado you know, in, in Greeley this year. So it was, uh, you know, really enjoyable to end up watching the guys play. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a Bear or a Bobcat, an Eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Hey Bill, uh, down down your way in uh, in Denver. I was curious what the last eight years of the the coaching journey's been like for you um, with the Broncos and and um, just kind of what yeah what that what that period of your career has meant to you. Obviously, you said you're you're sort of settling down there now in retirement. Yeah, well, what happened the first year uh, we got here with uh, Coach Kubiak, uh, we were lucky enough to end up winning the Super Bowl. And uh, obviously it was a, you know, tremendous deal because I had, uh, you know, coached in two other Super Bowls and we had lost them. And, uh, you know, it was just a tremendous feeling to, you know, finally get the Super Bowl ring and stuff. And, and uh, you know, you couldn't beat it. And then obviously we had some, you know, rough times over these last seven years. And, uh, you know, nobody likes that, right? Where you're, you know, you just, for some one reason or another, you can't get over the hump. And that's how we've been here. So, again, and, and I'm definitely, you know, just like I'm a Bobcat for life, I'm a Denver Bronco for life. So, obviously, I'm going to be rooting for those guys just like I end up rooting for the Bobcats. And and I'm hoping that they can end up getting this, you know, thing turned around as soon as possible and, you know, get back into the playoffs and uh, hopefully they can end up, you know, winning another Super Bowl.
Well, Lamberty won't think much of that, but uh, that, that's, that sounds all right. The uh, the last thing I was going to ask you about is the, the, the last, you know, you've coached so many different people. You've coached with a lot of different people. And I'm curious about th this particular defensive staff, because you guys were obviously re really good this year, what it was like working with Dom and what it was like working with Ajero and watching him, you know, be a coordinator for the first time this year. Oh, yeah. They, they, like you said, they, they did a tremendous job for – especially for all the injuries we had on the and obviously we did on offense too, but so many on defense, we traded Bradley Chubb away, you know, earlier in the season, Randy Gregory, I think maybe played three games all year. There's your two outside, you know, linebackers. That's your pass rush, you know, that, you know, didn't play much at all this year and stuff. And to be able to play as good as we played on defense, was unbelievable, you know, especially like you said, for E, this is his first time, you know, as, uh, you know, being a coordinator uh, and did a, you know, tremendous job. Obviously what happened, he was, when uh, Dom was a uh, defensive coordinator in Green Bay, Ezra was up there and he was a quality control guy for him for a few years, you know? So, I mean, that's where they really have the good connections. So when as you know, got the, defensive coordinator's job here he wanted to end up bringing Dom with him you know to to help out some which obviously it you know worked out uh you know tremendously so uh but I I mean you know if if the defensive staff stays intact and they stay here with the new coaches coming in I, I think they'll definitely be in great hands that's for sure Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Yeah, uh, just a couple more for me, Bill. Um, first of all, I know he wasn't part of your position group, but but coaching Alex Singleton or having him on your, your team, uh, another Bobcat, how, how cool was that this year? Uh, I'm going to tell you what, and I'm serious. This guy is an unbelievable player. I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, the guy, in fact, he might have set the Denver Bronco record for tackles for a linebacker this year and the thing is he only played about 65 percent of the snaps because you know sometimes the linebacker isn't in there you know in nickel situations and stuff he, he it, there was one game earlier in the year he had 19 solo tackles in the game which is the second most ever in the nfl now think of that now. i mean i'm gonna tell you this guy is a great person a hell of a player. Uh, you know, I'm hoping again, cause I'm going to be a Denver Bronco fan. I'm hoping cause he had only had a one year contract. So his contracts up, I'm hoping they get him signed back and he's got another two or three years here because I mean, the guy is a great guy and a hell of a player. Really. I mean, Bobcats were in really good hands when he was up there playing. I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. His rise this year was, was really um, impressive to watch. Um, and then, uh, you know, back to the, your MSU days, I mean, any memories that, that you haven't mentioned or any ones that, that really stand out that you want to mention um, just from your playing days back in the, in the 70s? Uh, not really. You know, I, I mean, just, you know, you, you know, you play with your, your teammates, you know, obviously way back then I 
had Leon Potke. You know, he came from Warren with me. He was at the other school. He was at the Warren Western Reserve. I was at Warren Harding. But obviously, we went out there and became teammates and, you know, became good friends. And then we had Jim Boyle came the next year. He came from Niles, Ohio, which is, a you know, a, a great program there. And he played with uh, me and Leon for three years and stuff. And you just, you know, make friendships like that. And then all the other guys back then, you know, in, in Montana, it seemed to be, you know, maybe a little bit more, you know, Montana State players there than it is now. And don't don't quote me on that. I, I don't know if that's, you know, for sure or not. But I, I remember all the guys, you know, that we had from Montana that played, you know, for anywhere. You remember Zuni McClain, Plenty Wood, Fairfield, you know, Butte, you know, all those guys and, and uh, you know, cities and stuff. And, and uh, you know, it's just great. You make, you know, friendships for life and, uh you know, just really, really, uh, you know, the when I made the decision to go to, you know, Montana State, it was the best, like I said, the best decision I've ever made. And last one for me, I mean, you mentioned Sonny Holland. Obviously, he passed away last month. Um, what have, what have been kind of your thoughts uh, on seeing the reception for, for his life and and uh, and any just other thoughts on, on, on playing for him? Oh, yeah. He, he, you know, obviously, he was a great guy. Everybody, you know, uh, loved him. I mean, uh, you know, you couldn't help but love him. He'd get that chew he'd you know get some of that Copenhagen or skull out he'd get a little buzz and he'd be going nuts and stuff you know uh you know for practice and stuff uh you know being from Butte you know obviously every everybody from Butte is just tougher and heck because you gotta be who in the heck wants to live in Butte you know you know just kidding but really I mean uh I mean he was as tough as nails and that's the way the team ended up playing you know like I said you know everybody loved him you know, had a great, you know, back and they've got the, the Holland zone in the stadium, right? You have the statue, you know, down by the new facility and everything. And it was just great. And, and uh, you know, everybody obviously hated to see him, you know, pass away. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's how it goes. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Bill, I'd love to get your thoughts on just a couple things real quick. Um, we've talked about Sonny, but that coaching staff that you played for was amazingly accomplished with Sonny Lubick, Cliff Heisel, Don Christensen, who passed away recently. Could you maybe just give some thoughts about the the staff as a whole and the coaching you received at Montana State? Oh, yeah, I I, I think that's that's one thing, you know, because may, maybe sometimes, you know, uh, you know, obviously back then, 50 years ago, maybe you know, the, the, the players that were playing, you know, at the, you know, one double a level or whatever, weren't maybe getting as top notch coaching as we did. Cause it was just like, we were playing at Ohio state, you know, USC, whatever. I mean, those guys did a tremendous job. And, and the, the funny thing is obviously when I was there, you know, you say, Hey man, we're getting, you know, getting a, good job, you know, by the coach and stuff. But then as it went, and then when I went and played in the NFL, you know, and how, well, you roll right in there and you're, you're right on the other level with those guys, because it's, you know, you had, you know, the top notch coaching, you know, all along, you know, when you were in college and then obviously it ended up helping me out for when 
I got it, you know, into coaching then. You know, uh, I had played for uh, Abe Gibran, you know, in, in Tampa for uh, six years and stuff. And, and uh, you know, he did a tremendous job. And you just pick up little things from, you know, certain coaches and, and all that kind of stuff. And that sort of eventually be, ends up becoming your style. And, uh, you know, like you said, when, when I was at Montana State, we had a top-notch, uh, you know, coaching staff. That's for sure. And then last thing I'd like to get your thoughts on is Brad Dawes mentioned the um, – the rough and tumble steel mill mentality of the Ohio guys and Montana state really built its program way back in the fifties on Ohio and Pennsylvania guys. And so I'm wondering if you could just comment on coming from Ohio, the importance of uh, the game of football in, in uh, your home area and um, you know, how that blended in to the uh, environment here at Montana state. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, I was from Warren, Ohio. And, and back then, what it ended up turning out to be was, I mean, it was steel mills, right? So it was, you know, blue-collar, hard-working individuals and stuff, you know, that, that we end up, you know, having there. And so, you know, what would end up happening is, and again, because you, you – and then you had the mix of the Montana kids, like I said, of, you know, Butte and, 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 and you know how it is too now. Those suckers that are out on those ranches, working on those ranches, those guys are tougher than nails. I mean, you got to be when those doggone cows and everything's <laughs> kicking the crap out of, you know. So, I mean, we had a, you know, a, a group of guys there that were, you know, really tough. And I mean, you know, it, it carried over onto the football field and, and uh, you know, everybody ended up loving it. And that's how you got to be. You know, when you're playing football, it's not an easy sport. You got to love it. And that's how we were. You know, Coach Holland and, and you know, Coach Erickson, Coach Lubick, you know, all those guys, you know, really instilled in us and, and uh, you know, really, uh, you know, took us forward. Because yeah, here's one thing you see, you forgot. Now, I was there with Dennis Erickson one year. My freshman year, he was our freshman coach, believe it or not. So, uh, you know, he, he uh, you know, did a heck of a job there, too, that, uh, you know, that freshman year with us. Yeah, he'll give me hell for not mentioning him. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from the group? Bill, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I know we all appreciate it very much and uh, are thrilled for the well-deserved honor and look forward to seeing you when you get back to Bozeman next. All right. You, you better believe it. I'll see you guys up there this summer. A DUI is a serious charge, and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today.